Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Sports Coat Sportscast. I'm your host, Nate Cross, along with my co-host, David Nimitz. Um, today we got we got uh, some stuff to talk about. Big week for news. Uh, very exciting NFL week last week. Uh, um, and we can just get right into it. So, starting off, as you know, I like to go chronologically. Um, so, we could talk about, we could talk about, uh, why not? Let's go, let's go Michigan here. Uh, Michigan. First game without Harbaugh, you know, following him being suspended for the last three games of the season. Uh, they go out, and even though they only won by nine points, it seemed to be more dominant than nine points. They never really seemed to be any doubt. Um, and I think, you know, it's a great test. It was a great test to see if Michigan could do it without Harbaugh. And it's a great, it's a great, it shows great moxie by their organization. Uh, that you can be under a scandal like this and still perform against a top ten team, uh, but obviously Franklin James Franklin doesn't have a great track record when it comes to uh, playing ranked opponents, uh, especially Big Ten opponents, um, ranked Big Ten opponents. But but yeah, um, so now Michigan has to come into Maryland uh, and play. Uh, it was kind of it was kind of cool to see. Uh, so I went on a tour. Yesterday to go see Maryland and they and big Fox big noon uh, game days at Maryland this week. Um, so wow! So it was uh, it was cool to see because they're like con- they're constructing mm-hmm. it right now. So like building the, all the platforms and putting down like the plastic like what's it? It's like so they don't like ruin the grass or the turf, whatever it is. Uh-huh. So the little like st- it's, I don't know gotcha. how that's it looks super slippery. So I don't know how that's there's no lawsuit involved, but. Um, it's kind of cool to see behind the scenes because there's a few things that you can see that like you don't see on TV and you're just like, you know, I was just wondering like what some of that stuff was for, but, uh, I think it's kind of cool to see like how significant, like, it's not just like, like, it's not just like a few hours, boom, it's set up. Mm -hmm. It's like, it takes days for them to set that up. So I think that's cool. Even though it is the, the inferior game day show. Because ESPN Game Day is just yeah. ten times better, but um, still cool. Um, uh, you know, prayers up. We got we got a few prayers to say today. Um, we got one for DJ Hayden, a former NFL corner who is uh, killed in a car crash last week, and then we also have to talk about uh, Kelly Oubre, who you know, thank God he's still alive, um, but he was hit. He was hit by a car walking home, and uh, will miss significant time. But yeah. that seems not to matter in the grand scheme of things because he still has the gift of life. So prayers up to him and the family, both family, the Hayden family and the Ubre family. And uh, we we hope to see Ubre soon, and uh, we hope the the Hayden family can can uh, find some peace. So yeah. And then we can go into the world of, uh, still in the world of college football. Um, we can talk about Jaden Daniels, uh, who really had his, um, he's not, the Heisman voting came out, like not the Heisman voting, but like consensus kind of yeah. rankings came out, and he still wasn't one, but he had an absolutely insane performance against Florida last week. Um, they, so they won 52-35, to 35 and uh, Jaden Daniels, their quarterback, um, who's probably, I think, probably top three in Heisman right now, or before that, um, had over 600 yards, all-purpose. Um, he had, he was 17 for 26 for 372. This is all, I mean, obviously through the air and three touchdowns, and then picked up 234 yards on the ground with, two, with two touchdowns. Um, that's crazy. So that's, I mean, that's wild. And apparently, according to this post, it says um, a game with 350 uh, passing yards and 200 rushing yards is only. Um, oh, sorry, he's the only person to do it. But you know who is just short of it by like by one yard in 2016? Lamar. Lamar Jackson against Syracuse. Good guess. Um, 
So yeah, I think. I mean, none of the other Heisman, none of the other Heisman guys have had this kind of performance. I mean, Penix had kind of that performance against Oregon, yeah, um, where he kind of just looked so relaxed and he looked like a professional in that game. But uh, I think, to me at least, Jaden Daniels is the Heisman right now. If the season ended right now, I don't know where you stand. I don't know if you're a bodacious guy or, or um, that's tough. I mean, uh, it's. I don't think I would give it to Phoenix. That would be yeah. my lean. I mean, that's not that's not a bad that's not a bad choice. Or yeah, no. Um, or winning, but plenty of good candidates. Uh, yeah, it's tough, and I don't. Unfortunately, I don't think Jaden Daniels will win. But hopefully, he's, by the, uh, by the end of the season, he's at least in the conversation. Uh, yeah, yeah. But if he obviously keeps putting up crazy stat lines like uh, last Saturday, he will definitely be in the conversation. Yeah. Yeah, and it's kind of similar to Joe Burrow, uh, in a way where, and they they both had incredible seasons, but in a way Joe Burrow kind of ex- excelled and really did what he had to uh, excelled and uh, really came alive and had a lot of high performances in the last leg of the season. Um, the only difference is that LSU has two losses. And, yeah, I was gonna say uh, and, that LSU team and LSU is undefeated. Yeah. Number yeah. one in the country consensus, like no doubt. Yeah, um, but it's kind of hard to do at the same time because like Georgia's just so good, you know. It's hard to like be up there, uh, but um, but I really like LSU, and I I think I think uh, you know Brian Kelly's doing a good job. Um, speaking of people not doing a good job, Jimbo Fisher was fired. Um, this is an interesting. Scenario because they fired him the week after, or like I think like an hour after they beat um, uh, Miss. I think it was Mississippi State. Uh, I think, yeah. Um, I don't know if it was Mississippi State, but they lost. I mean, they won fifty-one to ten, so they won by forty-one points, and um, that he was shortly thereafter fired. Um, this is interesting because. The way his contract was set up, he gets a buyout where he's basically getting paid $70 million in total, or almost 80 um, over the course of, I don't know how many years. Um, but it seems like a lot of kind of waste, a lot of money going to waste. Um, and I feel like almost $80 million, like... You're not gonna let him give him another year. I mean, he's brought in good recruits. Granted, a lot of them have either left or have issues off the field. But like, I feel like for that money, you you gotta at least let him stay around at least a year. I mean, they're five and five. It's not or six and four. Sorry, this year, and that's obviously not what you're looking for for an A and M team that they obviously want to be running the SEC right now. So. I thought it was interesting, but uh, maybe a bad move by A&M for that huge buyout. Um, but, you know, we can talk about potential candidates to come in and take him. I was thinking, you know, Cliff Kingsbury come in. Oh, uh, He's uh, he's currently offensive, like, analyst at USC um, because apparently he went off the grid or something. But yeah, he, he was back. That. He was back. He's back now. Uh, yeah, there was a... Uh, I don't know who else. I don't know who else. Uh, the Cliff Kingsbury is the only one that really comes to my mind uh, as a potential candidate. But I've heard, I've heard other people talk about. Um, I thought it'd be cool if Nick Saban, just is like I could do it anywhere, right? And then does it and, and wins the national championship before he retires with A and M. I thought that would be cool, but that's obviously not realistic at all. No. Um, no. But yeah, A and M could. A and M's in shambles. That's all I know. Agreed. Um, so, next we have to talk about. Uh, we can jump over to the MLB, where we can talk about some Orioles news. Um, we've had so first and foremost, I think the first award that was given out was Adley won Silver Slugger for catcher, obviously. Um, so congrats to him, you know. Um, and then next was Gunner, right? It was Gunner. Gunner 
wins AR Rookie of the Year. Um, his counterpart. And he got Silver Slugger. He did? For DH? Utility. Utility. Hmm. Um, and his counterpart, Corbin Carroll, was named NL Rookie of the Year. Both unanimous. Yeah. Uh, which is very fun. It's First very fun. time since. I know that Orioles posted a picture of them doing a jersey swap. Before. Yeah, I did see that. Um, and then our boy, Brandon Hyde, wins oh, Manager yeah. of the Year, um, which is amazing. Just because he's, I feel like he's just, when he was, when, since he's been here, he's been such an underdog. Agreed. Like, yeah. like he, he was brought in as a guy um, who, is, who is known to, to, pick, to pick up a team during its rebuild years and then kind of not taken seriously as a contending, as a contending manager. Um, and the Orioles kind of flipped that script and kept him around when they thought they were going to be good. And they won over 100 games with him at the helm. So, um, or was it just 100? Was it like no, it was one? over 100. Um, but, yeah, so, like, you just got it. It's just one of those feel-good stories. You got it. Yeah, gotta, 100%. Um, and... Um, and then Skip Shoemaker from Marlins, Marlins yeah. won uh, NL Manager of the Year, which – were you a little surprised? Yeah, I mean, the Marlins are another team that's also kind of in shambles. Um, their general manager uh, stepped down, and they don't have a general manager right now. So it's kind of – they're kind of in limbo. But um, hmm. they still – Marlins <clears throat> made the playoffs – yeah, um, but they're in a, a weird spot. I know it's a regular season award and all, but how could the sports writers not? Do they do it before the playoffs? Yeah. Oh, man, that's tough because obviously, if you would see how that maybe shifted uh, towards the Diamondbacks manager potentially, people uh, are saying the same thing for um, Bruce Bo- Bruce Bochy was the uh, oh, yeah. Rangers yeah. manager, yeah. and they were saying the same thing. Um, but I think Brandon had deserved it more for sure. Yeah, and. I completely agree with you and the Diamond, uh, Diamondbacks point as well. Yeah. Um, we can go – well, we can also talk about the Cy Youngs. I forgot. Um, so the Cy Youngs also mm-hmm. came out. This is a major award. Um, yeah. Blake Snell um, won his first – he's the fr- – I, I can't remember. I think he might be um, – he, he, he's the seventh pitcher of all time to win the Cy Young. In both leagues, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, which is really interesting, and I really think, and it's another almost feel good story because Blake Snell a lot for the past two or three years was written off, kind of as he he didn't have it anymore, and he was kind of getting uh, clowned for for um you know they thought he, he was terrible. washed they thought he was washed yeah. and uh, he came back and uh, posted a. Um, I guess a two point two ERA, um, yep. and had a winning record with the Mar or with the Padres, which is impressive considering how underwhelming they mm-hmm. were. Um, so that's shout out to him, and um, I think some people were talking about Zach Allen, uh, oh. maybe getting robbed, but I yeah, said no. Blake Snell was really good, yeah, I would say. And I then on the I would have been mad, yeah, if, if Zach Allen won. I like Zach Allen. Um, and then the AL, we have Garrett Cole, yep. which I know is kind of it's kind of cool because it's almost like a villain. He's mm-hmm. like, he's like in his villain story because everybody hates Garrett Cole because of the whole yeah and the uh, stinky stuff and stink and the Yankees uh, just being a Yankee just automatically brings uh, hate and just how obvious he was with about lying about uh, what was it spider attack is that what it was called yeah um, he's like I don't know what that is and he's clearly lying. Um, but yeah, so that's and then I think winner um, MVPs. And well, uh, that should be tonight. And also, Kyle Bradish was finished fourth. I know he wasn't a finalist, but for what? Um, in Cy, in Cy Young. Really? Yep. Kyle Bradish was fourth in Cy Young. Garrett Cole, Sonny Gray, Kevin Gosman, and then Kyle Bradish was fourth. Who is NL? Oh, I, my fault. No, no, uh, dude. I'm assuming Zach Gallon was two, right? Nope. Blake Snell, Logan Webb, then Zach mm. uh, Zach Gallon. Mm. Um, also, Felix Bautista had three fifth place votes. So, really? Yep. Let's go. He's on the come yeah. up. Um, so yeah, and now we can move on to some. Uh, we can talk about some NFL stuff. 
so we got a few things to talk about. We got Deshaun Watson. Uh, he's out for the year. With I think he's going undergoing shoulder surgery. Yep. Um, after taking a hit in the second quarter of the Ravens game, which we can get into the Ravens game later. I know Dave probably isn't too thrilled about losing to the Browns. Uh, no one ever is. But uh, um, yeah, I mean. This is a weird kind of injury to me because not too many people are upset about it. Uh, and I'm not, I mean, it doesn't really matter to me because Deshaun Watson's not that good. I don't, no. it's not, it's not much of a downgrade putting any other quarterback in that yeah, offense. He's just not, he's not good. Yeah, he's, he's not good. Um, so it doesn't really do much for <laughs> us, but you know, it's, you know. <laughs> He's out for the year. That's all I can say. That's yeah, all what a say. shame. Yeah, what a shame. Um, speaking of quarterbacks, Russell Wilson's back. He's been back. Is he cooking? Yeah, it's, I think he's he spicy. Showed, he just showed to the world on, you know, what was it Monday Night Football or Sunday Sunday Night? Was no, it, it, was, it was Monday. It was Monday. It was Monday. It was Monday. Uh, and they actually beat the Bills. And one of oh, the most yeah. impressive throws I've ever seen to Corlin Sutton in the back of the end zone. Yeah. One of the best toe drags I've ever seen. I mean, apparently, I think Next Gen Stats has a rated the most like improbable completion oh, of completion. the Next Gen era. Wow, not even touchdown, just completion. Yeah, that's wild. I think so. I, it was either touchdown or completion, but either way, that's like a span in the Next Gen era. That's like what, like decent time, ten years, yeah. five, five to ten years. Um, so, and it, I mean, the ball was—it was just a beautiful ball, and it was like yeah. signature Russ, you know, rolling out. Uh, improvising, and it was kind of what that spark that was missing with him for the last kind of yeah, most of the last year, yeah. Um, but maybe Sean Payton, you know, awoke this team, or maybe, or maybe he, uh, or maybe Russell Wilson's just finally realizing the error of his ways, and right, he's in the locker room actually now. building a relationship with some of his guys. Um, speaking of the Bills, they fire Ken Dorsey, oh, yeah, uh, which I think a lot of people think is a cop out, yeah, oh, for, easily for. Josh Allen's bad play. Um, if you know Josh Allen has led the league in interceptions for, I think the past five years or something. Mm, who knows? Um, and it's just, it's really, it's weird. It's weird. I've heard Bills fans say that predictable play calling and whatnot, but. I don't know. A lot of the interceptions did not seem to be play calling errors. They, well, re- they primarily seem to be reading the field. Um, yeah, yes and no. I mean, we saw the one Gabe Davis just dro- uh, dropped. Um, and that one he threw in the second half, right? It was the start, or maybe no, the end of the second quarter. Terrible. One the uh, yeah. Like called you, all those timeouts to get the ball back, and you just immediate pick. You can't throw up like no. I, I'm I'm rather taking obviously I'm taking a sack but like you just gotta yeah. be smarter with the ball like, agreed like you're playing a team you're playing down to an opponent right now um, they have a lead and that's just you can't you can't let them get into the locker room with more points and more confidence mm-hmm. you know um, and they ended up finishing the job um, so you know I think I really I don't. I, I really thought Ken Dorsey was not a bad offensive coordinator. I just I just don't know what it is with the Bills. I, I just think there's a lot of tension in the locker yeah, room. Yeah, there's no – I don't think he was the problem. Um, and then uh, – no, I, no. I do get limiting his scrambling, like why people were upset about that. I because guess. It not, didn't make him scared per se, but it almost created a statue a little bit um, and limited his his – what made him so special was that almost like Lamar, you have to focus on um, – it's kind of almost opposite. Not opposite Lamar, but meaning like you could – you're obviously worried about his arm, but then that that kind of takes away from – and leaves lanes open for him running the ball. Right, and that's kind of the beauty of what Josh Allen is as a quarterback. Right. Um, I, I kind of think they overcompensated too in a way um, because – Instead of, as you know, like Josh Allen, like he he tends to take too many hits, and he tends to embrace contact. 
Um, so I think the simple answer would be like teach him how to slide more or more effectively so he's taking less hits. And instead, they uh, they just kind of overcompensated and went completely in the opposite direction and just completely limited him scrambling outside the pocket. Um, yeah, agreed. I think Bills fans are frustrated yeah. with that. James Cook should play more also. Just give a shout-out to James Cook. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they haven't been able to establish the run game in years. It makes me mad um, just because um, – you know, I've been paying a little bit more attention to the Bills just because I have James Cook on my fantasy team. And it's just interesting to me personally that um, – right, so James Cook fumbles on the first play of the game. I get it. But he's almost benched for, like, the entirety of the first half. And Latavius Murray's terrible, but he's out there playing. Or just running back in the league. And it's just – I think James Cook is your answer at establishing the run game. Uh, like I, I don't know. I think he's looked explosive, and it seems weird that James Cook is almost has been super punished for these. You know, he hadn't fumbled before this game, and he's out for the whole half. And it's like, well, I just watched Gabe Davis drop a ball right through his hands and get a get intercepted, and there's no repercussions there. I watched Josh Allen throw. You know, obviously they won't bench Josh Allen, but like I see all these stupid mistakes, and James Cook is like oddly getting penalized for it when I feel like. I don't know. As a Bills fan, or just watching the Bills in general, James Cook, if you're not going to use Josh Allen in the run game, James Cook gives you the best opportunity to kind of limit your one-dimensional um, offense. Um, but I guess the Bills don't see that way. or Yeah, but I don't know. A little spiel on James Cook for whatever reason. Um, I think he's a good back. I agree. That's all I got to add to that. I agree. What happened to Damian Pierce, though? That's not a Damian, good one. Not, to not Damian Pierce. I meant Damian Harris, but mm-hmm. I'm, I don't think he's coming back. Or was that – it was just a concussion? It was pretty bad. Yeah, bad concussion. Well, they got Lenny now, so. Oh, yeah. Fourth quarter Lenny. Um, Playoff Lenny. Watch out. So, I guess with that, that's. I think that's all the news. Want to do college basketball? We don't have to. Oh, yeah. We can talk about college basketball for sure. Um, I think – I don't know if you have a, an angle, but, uh, I mean, obviously Kansas versus Kentucky, you probably want to talk about. Yeah, those two games on uh, Tuesday, I want to say. First one being Duke-Michigan State, um, two of the better teams in the country. Uh, Michigan State really just couldn't buy a shot that game. And, you know, very on Tom Izzo-like, they have lost a couple games in uh, November, and we usually don't see that. And, um, you know, Duke looks good. Um, second year with John, uh, John Shire under the helm, and they look. Is he a, is he a product of Coach K? Yeah, okay. 100%. Yeah, Coach K, like K product. under coach? Yeah, okay. he was the assistant. I don't know how long, but for a while. Um, He's being groomed for his role to take yeah, over. Yeah, and obviously, also we see the recruiting hasn't stopped at all. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, with, uh, almost better. Cooper Flag. Yeah. Number one, consensus number one player in the class. His class, yeah. Um, just like just like Coach K, like you see recent memory, number one player in the class, Zion Williamson, brings him in. And Zion, it's crazy. In the year they had the top three guys, um, they did. Zion, R.J. Barrett, and Cam Reddish. They were top. They were one, two, three. Yep. Wow, wow, it's pretty nuts. What was so? Did, was R.J. Barrett? Did he go to high school here, or was he in France? Yeah, or is he just born in France? I don't know. He's Canadian. Oh, he's Canadian. I thought he was Canadian. Oh, he can speak he French. Sp- he can probably speak. He French. can speak French. That's right. That's right. Because yeah. he, because he's from um, Canadian, he's Canadian. So, so MSU, I still think they're a good team, but probably not the top, you know, five team they were preseason. Uh, and then getting into Kentucky versus Kansas, um, Kansas got the job done and won the game. And uh, best transfer in the country, Hunter Dickinson, looks phenomenal. Uh, where, where was he at before? Uh, Michigan. He was at Michigan. Oh, right. And But the bigger story is Kentucky, who's the 17th best team in the country. They looked pretty solid. Um, obviously, the lack of a big man, like true big man, really hurt. Uh, they had like a 6'9 forward in Trey Mitchell out there guarding Dickinson, which just, just, that's just not going to work. Uh, yeah, but I think the guard play with DJ Wagner, like famous recruits such as DJ Wagner – uh, and Rob Dillingham, and I think Kentucky might actually end up being a top ten team by the. Uh, 
Is Dickinson a, is he a center? Yeah. Seven yeah. one, seven two. Big Clearly guy. they Kentucky has some problems uh in the paint because Dickinson by himself racked up twenty one boards in that game. Yeah. Um and cooked for twenty seven. So how is he is he a senior? I think so. Mm. Luca Garza action. Yeah. I I, I so yeah. obviously Dave's not a fan of the old guys in college basketball. Uh, no, I don't have a problem with it, but like I'm talking about when the NFL or when the NBA draft comes around. No, obviously not. Um, and then I'll, I'll do a little spiel on Maryland, and then we can get into yeah, yeah, get into NFL. Oh, my mom said not to go to. I mean, we were we actually, I think, wasn't the UA when we were filming? Were we filming our podcast when they were playing UAB? No, it was um, Mount St. Mary's. Oh, what that, we, that game wasn't televised. What, what, when was? When did we play UAB? When is it? Sunday. Sunday. Oh, well, I was probably watching football then. Davidson was Friday. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah. Dang. Maryland looks terrible. Yeah. This is a team that didn't wasn't in the top twenty five preseason, but uh, had you know was top thirty and had votes to be in the top twenty five. You know they get their win against Mount St Mary's. Couldn't watch the game, but then. They just look terrible against Davidson. Uh, like, no. This is a team that's bringing back all their starters, almost all their players besides one, and, uh, and that's Hakeem Hart. Uh, and, like, it's just it's the same old, same old. Dante Scott is, isn't is good. He's in his fifth year and looks – he doesn't – Should he just quit the team and focus on his major? Yeah, I'm assuming he graduated already. Yeah, I guess. Um, he should – he just looks bad and looks like he hasn't improved in a long time. And then the biggest disappointment, for sure, is Julian Reese. Um, He's not efficient? Not shooting efficiently? He's just bad. Like, when you watch Julian Reese, even towards the—at least towards the end of last year, he was actually—it seemed like he was improving and getting better. But now, like, Davidson did not have the guys that should have been able to match up with Julian Reese. But he can't get rebounds— He's not like, he's not an intimidating presence in the paint at all, and like you got these clowns on the like these announcers like, well Kevin Willard's gonna make sure Julian Reese is like a first rounder lottery pick by the end of the year. I'm like he's he doesn't even have a jump shot. He can he can barely make the sh- any shots like inside ten feet, and he's he's bad. Um, Jameer Young is he better than his sister? No, Angel Reese might beat him in once honestly. Really. He's, he sticks. Uh, Jameer Young. Uh, I've been, Go off. He's really good. He's our best player. But I've been watching basketball, college basketball for a long time. Is he better, better than Melo Trimble? No. <laughs> I've watched a bunch of good Big Ten guard play uh, with Maryland and Melo Trimble, Anthony Cowan, or even guys like Carson Edwards or Cassius Winston from other teams. And Jameer Young's just not that guy. He can't. He, I haven't seen it where he's put the team on his back. I'm looking up where Cassius Winston plays right now. You want to mm. guess a country? Mm-hmm. Iceland, Lithuania. Let's go. Yeah, we're going. We're going. I'll be back in a second All to right. report. Yeah. Um, I love Jameer Young, but I don't see him being able to lead this Maryland team out of any like super huge deficits by uh, by himself. <clears throat> Which is, you know, that's fine. Uh, and then it'll just also lack of depth. We don't have the guys. Um, we really have no backup bigs. And getting into the freshmen a little bit, Deshaun Harris Smith is one of our better freshmen in a while, at least rankings wise. But even though he physically he's ready, this is like a six five, two hundred fifteen pound guard, uh, left handed guard. Uh, um, but. He needs time. He's playing for the Turkish basketball. League. Nice, nice. He needs time to develop. Uh, I think he can end up by the end of the year being a nice, like, secondary playmaker that can make shots. And he's really aggressive, um, both offensive and defensive end. But also, like, this is not the guy who should be taking the last shot in the UAB game from three. It just not it doesn't make sense to me. And this looks like it's going to be a disappointing year for the Terps if they can't 
can't get back on track. And it might. It's only three games. I know. It's, but it might be a coaching problem with Willard. He was fantastic last year. It seemed like, but this year we bring back the, almost the same squad, and it looks. Um, we look lethargic. I mean, it. There's no energy. I think it's, it's disappointing. Const- all the construction that's happening on Maryland's campus. I think it's bringing the vibe of everything maybe, down. Maybe that's what it is, but they just they haven't looked good to me, and it's been really disappointing to watch. Have they had a good crowd. Have you even had a home game yet? They Mount St. Mary's was home, but then they were in. Uh, oh, you couldn't little, even watch that game because mm-hmm. it was. They were in a, a little tournament in North uh, North Carolina, South right. Carolina. So I guess in fairness, the Davidson game was probably a home game for Davidson, but that's there's no excuse, especially it's Davidson. Stevens. When you go out and lose on Sunday to the University of Alabama Birmingham, like, like, it's there's no excuse to be this terrible if you're the Terps, and oh, Davidson they... lost to Alabama Birmingham. Hmm. Davidson lost. No, to... Maryland did. Really? Sorry. Yeah. Maryland lost to UAB. Oh, I didn't know that's what UAB stand. Yeah, I what... didn't know that's what it stood for. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. And. That's really all I have to say. Hopefully they can get back tra- back on track on Friday against a team that is ranked right now but will not be ranked regardless of what they do to Maryland because they just – Villanova just lost to UPenn. Um, it's still not looking good. I don't think we're going to beat Villanova, I don't think we'll – it's at Nova. Um, bet the Julian Reese under. Only, I've been to Villanova. That's the only thing keeping their campus afloat is basketball. Cause they really? Got, they got no – I mean – I think they care more about education than a lot of other Villanova's schools. is a good school. So, yeah. Yeah, but their basketball program is always really solid. And I actually oh, yeah. like their team this year. Um, There's also a, a Hakeem Hart revenge game, so they'll Ooh. probably go for five, two, and three. So, you know, watch out for, watch out for that. And, um, yeah, you that's wanna, it. Sorry guess, that you guys had to listen to my voice like that. But You want to guess where, uh, where Carson Edwards is currently playing? Oh, my God, I love Carson Edwards. He was so good at Purdue. Uh, he did play for the Celtics for a little bit, but I'm going to go Australia. No, Germany. Dang it. You want to guess where uh, Anthony Cowan is right now? Oh, I should know this. Uh, is he still in Greece? Yeah, he's in Greece. Bang. Come on. I thought Melo Trimble was also in Greece. Melo's Australia, right? Maybe not the anymore. American... Moscow? He's playing in Russia. Oh. I think he could be a legend there. Uh, Melo should have got a shot in the NBA, but that's he did. that's for another day. He no, did. No, he didn't. So the Iowa Wolves. Yeah, oh. and he was good. He was good in the G League. So he's currently with the Iowa Wolves. No. Okay, that was a long time. I think ago. that's wrong. Um, I I can talk about. Mm, he should have left freshman year. Would have been a lottery pick. And then he would have been a bust. But that's a story for another day. No. Uh, all right. Story for another day. So you want to go over? You want to go over last? <laughs> yeah. Week's? Uh-huh. I'll keep if your talking. voice is too if it's too struggled, you can just say the records and No, I got you. Alright. Picks last week. Um Nate Cross, seven and seven. Last last place. Uh he got his lock though. No upset. I'm cursed. Yeah, There's no way terrible. the Jaguars lost by thirty. Thirty. Thirty bombed. And then I was eight and six. I did not get my lock or my upset, so I pulled a Nate Cross. Let's go. And then we have Ben here at ten and four. He Again. did not get his lock, but he got his upset. And we went <sighs> four and one on sweeps. So. Don't fade us. Um, hey, looking at the records here, I'll just go over them real quick. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot. Uh, Nate is seventy-seven and seventy-three, and that's around fifty-one percent. Ben is eighty-three and sixty-seven, around fifty-five percent, and then I am eighty-eight and sixty-two, and that's around fifty-eight percent. Mm-hmm. And then sweeps forty and twenty-nine, so we're up to fifty-eight percent. Let's go, and that's really all that matters. Okay. All right. So Ben's obviously not here today, but he did send his picks. Okay. So um, I will be reading off his picks as we go along. Um, so let's start. First game, Thursday night game. Uh, this is hype for you. It's hype for you. It's a very crucial game for the Ravens. It is very crucial. Uh, Cincinnati at Baltimore, minus three and a half. Very important game. Uh, Ravens coming off not just a tough loss emotionally, but like Lamar got beat down in that game. 
Uh, yep. He took a lot of hits, and he's only getting uh, five days, four days of rest. Um, yeah. So, you know, th- it, there's a lot to be concerned about if you're a Ravens fan. Um, but it's also a good way to get back on track. Uh, you have back-to-back division opponents. If you beat a good team like Cincinnati, um, who's much better than their record indicates. Um, much better than when we last played them as well. Did you beat them last time? Yeah. Okay. Week two, though. Um, so it's going to be a tough game, but uh, Cincinnati's missing some key pieces defensively. Uh, so their pass rush won't be as strong, which will definitely help Lamar out. Um, but they do have, like, they do have a solid, very tough, solid defense. Um, and the only way that I think, I mean, the way to beat the Bengals at least defensively, is to not turn the ball over. Uh, they're number one in um, turnover ratio, tied first, tied for one with the Steelers, because um, Steelers tend to not turn the ball over, and they force a lot of turnovers. Somehow we forced... Oh, wait, no, that was... I can't remember what game it was, but a game where we lost, and we continually turned the ball, or we continually uh, had takeaways... And we, I think we were up uh, like three to one. That you about? Yeah, but I we looked into that yesterday, my dad and I, and I forgot the Steelers had four turnovers because Mitch threw two picks. It's one classic. was at the, one was classic. at the end of the game, but uh, I think we, and then we had like two fumbles or something. But I thought the Jaguars had more, but apparently they only had one. Um, but yeah, sorry, and we kind of went off topic. But uh, this is just a big game if for both teams. Really, you don't want to you don't want to get in the skid. Uh, the Ravens don't want to get into a skid, and the Bengals really need this win to stay afloat in the North, if you're being honest. I mean, two games could really be the deciding factor of you winning and losing division. And if the Bengals lose this game, then even if they catch up and they end up tying the Ravens for the division, yeah, uh, they wouldn't have the tiebreaker because that's, that's where they go off of the tiebreaker. <coughs> the initial one is head-to-head. Uh, so this is just a crucial game for both sides. Yeah, for sure. Uh, ben went... I think Ben, we can start with Ben, a solidarity. I think he went Ravens. Uh, I'm assuming you're going to go Ravens. I'm going to go Ravens as well. Uh, I'm going to go against the grain here, and that's probably why I have the losing record. Uh, but I'm going to go Bengals um, just because I feel like it's safe, not in the fact that I think they're going to win, but they're against the spread. Um, yeah, so maybe agreed. I could see, even if they don't win, I could see like a, like a I don't know, a 27 to 24 um, and they cover by half a point, something like that. So I think it just increases my odds of getting that. Uh, but there, I also do see a world where the Bengals come out flat and the Ravens take advantage of it and, um, you know, win by two-plus touchdowns. Um, anything could happen with the Ravens, apparently. I think it could go anyway. Yeah. Um, next, we have Arizona at Houston, minus four and a half. Another, uh, another tale of two pretty interesting teams. Um, it's never easy to beat. Arizona, um, as shown as they beat a struggling uh, Falcons team uh, at home, twenty-five to twenty-three. Um, then you have a team like the Texans, who, um, I mean, the Texans were they? Who did they play last week? Bengals. All right, they beat the Bengals. Like yep. something like that. Like you don't, you just. You just really don't expect it, and now Houston's sitting pretty here at five and four, um, and some would say they. I mean, even though I just said the Cardinals play people tough, it has to feel like a breather for the Texans, right? Um, really yeah. close games the past few weeks, and it almost feels like they can kind of take a step back and you know really take advantage of a pretty weak division, um, and maybe go blow to blows, blow to blow with the Jaguars. Um, who struggled last week uh, very, very bad. So um, I'm going to go Houston. Yeah, I'm going to take the Texans as well here, actually. Um, and Ben went Texans, so we're sweeping the Texans. Um, next we have Chicago at Detroit, minus 10.5. Um, this is interesting. I think Chicago is... Um, they're just, I mean, there's not much you can say. They're awful. Uh, it was probably the worst primetime game you could get uh, last week. And uh, they ended up winning by three points. And I think I picked the Bears 
last week and you guys you picked the Panthers. You, you guys won Bears. Yeah, and they uh, only they only won three. And the line was three and a half. So Dave gets another half point easy win. Um Yeah, the Bears Give me those Bears. You're going Bears, yeah. plus ten and a half. I don't feel good about it at all. At all? No. Um, Detroit coming off a game with very little defense, uh, beating the Chargers, forty-one to thirty-eight. Um, they improved to seven and two, and it seems like, um, it seems like they're just that. They're the real deal. They're the real deal. A little scare against the Ravens a few weeks ago, but there's no way the Bears can keep up with this high-powered offense. And I think they cover. Give me Detroit. And Ben also went Detroit. Not good for you because Ben's been killing it the last few weeks. Yes. Yeah, mm. All right. Uh, next we have Dallas at Carolina plus ten and a half. Uh, you're going to uh, – the viewers here, you're going to hear as we go on how large some of these spreads are going to be this week, yeah. uh, which makes it especially challenging. Um, but this is – Carolina is in shambles. Frank Reich is now calling plays. Um, Bryce Young doesn't look good. Um, Brian Burns isn't coming back. Uh, it just seems to be a mess right now. Um, as it, I think it's it has been a mess for a while. Yeah. Um, and Dallas, they beat up on bad teams, except for the Cardinals. Mm. But they beat up on bad team. teams. They beat up on bad teams, and they are a good team. Dallas is for real. I meant the Cardinals, but yeah. Cardinals are a good team, but yeah. Dallas is for real. Um, I would still like to see them beat, like, like they kind of didn't look very good against the Eagles. Um, but you could see, like, last week, them beating the Giants by 30, yes. 32 know. or something. Um, so give me Dallas again. Yeah, I'm taking the Cowboys here, but I could easily see a world where in typical cow- uh, Cowboys fashion, yeah, it's like, it's like, they just lose to the Panthers. Or it's like, or it's like, like twenty one to thirteen, or yeah. something, or like something stupid, like fifteen to thirteen for yeah. no reason. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, ben also went Dallas, so we're actually sweeping uh, the game. Um, and then we have uh, Los Angeles Chargers at Green Bay Packers plus three and a half. The Packers aren't good; they're not good, um, which is really unfortunate. I think Jordan Love's had his ups and downs. Um, their running game is finally healthy. Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon uh, look to be like an okay backfield, so that's a positive. Um, I think they have emerging receivers. Uh, the only thing I could say about the Packers is that they're young, um, but obviously they've been dealing with injuries like Jair Alexander, um, and you can't have an injury with your corner with the thinnest cornerback room in football. It just, it's just. And not. they just they traded away. Yeah, Eric Stokes or. Russell Douglas. Russell Douglas. That's what that's that's what made them the thinnest. As we yeah. talk about, like Preston Smith was their fourth corner, uh, the outside linebacker. Uh, so, and the Chargers, are we ever going to be comfortable with the Chargers? Like ever? No, I was at the start of the season. I I, I mean but Mike Williams. Little, bring him out there. From, little little uh, insider knowledge. Apparently, Dave before the podcast is saying he's going Packers. Oh yeah, he's that's going my upset of the week. The Packers. Really? Yep. Um, Dave is usually good at this stuff, but I'm going Chargers, and Ben's also going Chargers here. Um, I don't see the Chargers playing well in Lambeau, and that's my thought process. Can I can I use my lock? I'm sorry. Can I use my lock on the Detroit game? Yeah, I forgot about that. You're good. Um. Hmm. So yeah, uh, Dave with some interesting picks thus far, going against the grain. I try my uh, best. Next, we have the Las Vegas Raiders. At Miami Dolphins minus eleven and a half, I think a lot of people could use this as their lock, but I think some people are feeling um, very um, weary about the Dolphins right now. I think some people are calling them fraudulent, um, and a, a Las Vegas teams that seems inspired, just like just like last last year or not last year when um, when what's his name was fired. And um, Gruden, yeah, when Gruden was fired, and you know they ended the season very strong uh, with their interim head coach, and it seems, yeah, I think the best part of hiring Josh McDaniels is when you get to fire him. So 
we'll like see. what we were talking about in Hallman's class today. Yeah. The best part about buying the best the two best parts about buying a boat or owning a boat is buying it and selling it. Yep. And that's how you feel um, about Josh McDaniels. And he should never have an <clears throat> NFL job. I mean, I would no, mi- just go be the OC of the Patriots. I, I, would, I, I wouldn't mind that. him being an offensive assistant. Just do that. That's the only thing you're good for. Um, the Finns are my lock of the week. Mm, really? Yep. I was debating, coming off by. I was debating it, but I also I see the fire in Las Vegas' gut here. Uh, but I'm going Miami <laughs> to cover, um, and so is Ben. Um, okay. Next, we have the New York Giants at Washington Commanders. Am, am I ever going to stop paying for not picking the Commanders? Not really. Um, I mean, the, the Giants got whooped last week. They have Tommy DeVito starting at cornerback, quarterback. Um, Washington, Sam Howell is leading the league in passing. Yeah, I, who knows? <laughs> uh, but he's also leading the league in pressures and or pressure, pressured hits. And they're always losing. Sacks. Um, so it's really, I put Sam Howell could be that guy, um, but for so, something is telling me, you know, don't fade the Giants now. You, you've already stuck with them this far. I think they cover. It's not my upset, but I think they. Cover. I'm going Giants as well. Oh my uh, gosh, Ben went Commanders because he loves B Rob. Speaking of, Ben's going all favorites, by the way. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, has he actually? Yeah, Ben's going straight. Straight favorites, so um, we'll see how that goes. Uh, that actually changes for the next game. So uh, next game is the Steelers at Cleveland, minus three and a half. Uh, Steelers are on a two-game win streak, uh, not beating amazing opponents, but offense is improving. Um, okay, Ben said the Steelers are his upset pick, which I think is a cop-out. Um, but he bent Steelers. I'm going Steelers. I'm going Steelers. So we sweep the Steelers. Um, obviously, Deshaun Watson's out, which I don't think hinders, like we said earlier. It doesn't really hinder them that much. Um, but Steelers are also dealing with a very thin inside linebacker group. Um, and um, I think it's okay against the Browns because... Whoa. Because... because Jerome Ford? I'm, saying, I'm saying the linebackers we lost... Are primarily coverage linebackers, ah. um, and we don't have a. We're not playing a very pass-heavy team, and the linebacker bring in Mark Robinson, um, who's primarily <laughs> a special teams guy. Whenever he's in the field, the least he does is at least fills his gaps. And mm-hmm. Landon Roberts is obviously playing up to what he was advertised as, which was a run stuffer. Um, basically, if you remember Vince Williams, yeah, he's our new Vince Williams in a way. He plays with a lot of heart, um, a lot of fire. Um, so I don't think it's an issue this week, uh, rotation rotation wise. I just think keeping them fresh is going to be hard to do against the Browns because mm-hmm. in running situations there's really no way. I mean, you can put Keanu Neal in the box, but he's only six foot two fifteen. Like, like you're going to need to either bring Nick Kowalski. That's what back. he does, though. He plays in the box. Yeah, but on passing downs. Um, so I don't. I we didn't make any moves for a well, linebacker. Devin Bush is. Probably not on a team, right? He is. He's a Seahawk still. Wearing the number zero. Yeah, he's terrible. Um, he's not good. Where's Miles Jack? Uh, he's working back. at a. He's, he's working, plumbing, right? He, he, I thought he was an electric. I thought he was going to trade oh. school, but he's good. He is going to trade school, but for some reason I had like welding in my mind. But I, I, I think we should like contact him, see where he's at. Um, mm-hmm. But I think they had a few guys in mind, like Nick Kowalski from. Uh, I think he's bounced around the Bears, Raiders, and Falcons, who is on our who is on our roster at the start of the season, but then was cut during the cut day. And also, we signed Michael Walker to the practice squad, but we did not elevate him to uh, <laughs> the starting roster yeah. this week, which is kind of interesting because we really only have two inside linebackers. Mm. Um, it's odd, but yeah, I mean, it's a division game. You can see it swinging either way. It just seems like the Browns are so. Demoralized, not even demoralized because they won last week, but it's like we won, but at what cost? You know, nothing, zero cost. Yes, yeah, he's terrible. He's not good. He's terrible. Uh, but I just mean like, at least in their minds, they're losing a big piece uh, of their offense. Apparently, yeah. Uh, the opportunity opportunity cost was zero on that one. Yeah. So uh, next we have Titans at Jaguars minus six and a half. 
Uh, Will Levis, you know, after that one game where Hopkins had three touchdowns, he, I mean, he looked decent against the Steelers, uh, but he did not look good last week uh, against Tampa's defense. Um, And Jacksonville, very low point. I think they get their get back. They cover. Give me T-Wall. Yeah, I'm going Jags as well. It's They're actually an underrated Jags. defense. So, the Jags yeah. are. So, yeah, um, are. it's tough. T-Wall's just, like, been disappointing, I think. It's okay. It's okay. They'll, they'll figure it out. Yeah. They'll figure it out, but. Bring back know. Urban. Yeah, bring back Urban Meyer. Get him off of. I think some, he, I, I think he, I think he may be on Fox game day, so I think he might be in Maryland this week. Hold on. Whoa. Hold, hold on. on hold, on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh. Uh. It's. Oh no! I want to be there. Oh, sorry. That was. I was reading the NFL Fox game day. Uh. Hold on. Wait, I gotta look this up. Because Terry Bradshaw's in the NFL one, so I was like, I gotta go, I gotta go. Um, hey, you might want to go because Mark Ingram's a host. Um, yes. They also have uh, Matt Leinart, mm. Brady Quinn, Rob Stone, Mike Hill, and of course, Urban Meyer. <laughs> mm, I can't say. Uh, so, yep. Urban Meyer's going to be in Maryland this week. So, you know, mm-hmm. I want to I want to go up to the campus and snap a picture with Urban Meyer. Uh, it's not going to happen, but it's kind of hype he's there, low-key. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not hype? No. Okay. Uh, Would Ben go? Oh, sorry. Where are we? Oh, he went Jags. Gotcha. Are we sweeping? Yep. Okay. Next, we have Tampa at San Francisco. Here's one of these big spreads, minus 10 and a half. Um... I think this is a lot of recency bias because of that um, um, whooping they put on uh, Jacksonville last week. Um, and I think Tampa Bay, at least defensively, played relatively well against the uh, Titans. But that's not saying much for the Titans' offense. Um, but something tells me that they're going to keep it relatively close. I got trust in Baker. Uh, give me – give me. have I even gone an upset yet? No, no. Okay, Maybe. well, I'm, I don't – Oh, you mean the actual upset? No, like, it's not. It's not my upset. It's not my upset. I'm just picking them to cover. But uh, all right, I feel bad, but I'm going against Baker. And I even even though I agree with Nate, I think it's recency bias. Um, I don't think the Bucks are going to be able to hang with the 49ers. I think they found <clears throat> a little bit of a groove. Give me the Niners. Hmm. Ben went Niners. Shocker. Um, I really don't see, you know what, just for fun, give me the Giants to upset uh, the Commanders here. So if it doesn't matter, then whatever. Because I don't, I don't, I don't have any other upsets. No Jets? No Jets upset? Mm, no. Mm-mm. I don't see them winning. You, uh, you don't have Eagles versus, as your upset? I mean, that would be a Ben cop-out, but that's fine. Uh, next... Thank you for reminding me. Jets at Buffalo, minus six and a half. Uh, Fired Ken Dorsey. Bills are kind of in shambles, but the Jets are, like, really bad. Just, whoa. Just really bad. Um, Zach Wilson. Free Brees Hall. Uh, Free Sauce. Free everybody. Yeah. Free Um, Zach Wilson. I think Buffalo comes out with a statement, and they end up covering here. Ben went. Ben went Bills. Shocker. Now I now I know why Ben, and I know why Ben has such a good record, because he just goes with the favorites except yep. for except for the Steelers. Give me the Bills as well here. Um, maybe they'll play James Cook more, but I don't think so. Sweep. We swept. Uh, next, Seattle, at Los Angeles Rams plus one and a half. Um, Dave is low on the. Seahawks, as is Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Rams are one of the worst teams in football. Yeah, they're really terrible. Um, give me Seattle. This isn't 
It's a fishy line, but I know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going Seahawks. Actually, not a fishy line because they're really it's one and a half point underdogs at home, so it's really a four and a half point favorite. Um, Ben, did I already tell you? No, he went Seahawks as well. Shocker! Uh, Shocker! But I don't think you're ready. He's going against the grain here uh, for this next game. Uh, Minnesota at Denver minus two and a half. Um, I'm going Denver. I think they've played really well, um, and I think. This, like, Lynn Sanity, Josh Dobbs. I love Josh Dobbs. Me I too. love Josh. He was in the Steelers organization for years. Um, um, I just think it's not his week this week. And Denver's defense, which is slowly getting better. Whatever. Slowly, slowly yeah. getting better. And um, their offense is coming alive a little bit. A little bit. And Russell Wilson is playing, obviously not prime Russ, but it's looked like at least a good quarterback. shades of – what you wanted to see if you're giving up two first-round picks for him, two or three, I can't remember. Um, but, yeah, give me Denver. Give me the Broncos here. I've <clears throat> I've been anti-Josh Dobbs. Not for any reason, just be like, I just don't. Because you want to be different. I don't think he's that good, in personal opinion. You know, so give me the Broncos. Yeah, I mean, we've seen this all the time. Quarterbacks Vikings. flash in the pan. Josh Dobbs hasn't shown anything of substance. To be fair, through he his has, first however many years of his career, do we really think this is the time? He hasn't really had. He hasn't. He hasn't had the opportunity though. Yeah, whatever. He's put in his time. Uh, ben went Vikings. If you didn't yeah, I assume so. There's two teams you can always count on Ben picking, and that's the Vikings and the Commanders. Every yeah. week, just because of two players, Josh Dobbs and B. Rob. <laughs> For no other particular no substance, um, and he's and he's beating it. Well, he's beating me, but he's catching up very fast. He's very close to me and might overtake me this week. Um, and then this is obviously the game of the week. Oh yeah, um, two great teams, both are number one seeds right now in their oh, really? respective conference. Chiefs really are the number one seed. Yeah. Mm. Um, and this is Philadelphia at. Kansas City, minus three and a half. So, they're giving him three points for being at home, but they're basically saying it's a pick game. Um, I feel like you can't really go wrong with any either side. I mean, I think we, that's fair to say, right? Um, but something is tell, screaming at me to not pick against Patrick Mahomes, and I'm I'm going to pick Kansas City. Ben apparently was listening to you because he went against the grain again and went Philadelphia. So he's really saying, I'm not picking the favorites. This is tough. Really tough. Ugh. I think it's going to be close. And I'm going to go Eagles. Uh, this is a really tough one. All right. And so I told you that Ben went upset with Steelers. Yeah, I need his um, lock. And he his Cowboys. Cowboys is his lock. So, um, yeah, that's all the games for this week. Um, I hope you guys have accrued some wisdom from uh, from some 17-year-old uh, people who have no idea what they're talking about. Um, we hope to see Ben back next week. Please, um, please get over your strep throat. Um, Dave, thanks for being a trooper. Uh, and sticking in while well, he's obviously you guys can hear that he's sick. Um, we got Thanksgiving next week, so I hope oh, yeah. everybody has a great Thanksgiving. We'll probably say that again when we record on Tuesday, Tuesday or Wednesday, whenever. Tuesday or Wednesday. Thanksgiving episode last year was a banger. Yeah, it was great with the draft. Uh, we might have to run it back, maybe a different topic, but still Thanksgiving related. Of course, right? Um, um, but yeah, I hope everybody fun, safe holiday. Um, and, you know, have a great rest of your day. Anything you got to say, Dave? No. Uh, sorry. You guys had to listen to my voice for almost an hour. Shout out. Shout out Maryland basketball. No. <laughs> screw those. Screw those clowns. Uh, I didn't even say anything. Um, yep. That's it. All right. Uh, stay classy. Yeah, yeah.